1: Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 366 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. We've got a new podcast that will help get you hockey smart. The Cross Check Podcast, hosted by Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, goes deeper into NHL stories than any other podcast with the help of the smartest minds on ice. Follow the Cross Check Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And today we are going to have part two of our interview with Five Points Vids. Five Points Vids has a YouTube channel that has nearly 300,000 subscribers. Basically uh, just takes a look at every different sport that you can possibly imagine. He's got a lot of really funny videos, a lot of really informative videos. Just does a tremendous job with his YouTube channel. I definitely recommend checking that out whenever you get a chance. And just to provide some context here as far as you know, when this episode was recorded, we did the interview on Friday. And of course, part one went up a little bit later in the afternoon on Friday. And this is part two, once again, dropping Tuesday. So it's Tuesday at the earliest if you're hearing this interview right now. But uh, I'm actually away on vacation this week. And so obviously, if there's any uh, breaking news as it pertains to the Rangers, not really going to be covering that here because uh, this interview, as you're hearing it, was actually recorded several days ago. But we have a great time, you know, talking about Just some Ranger hockey, uh, reminiscing about the 1994 Stanley Cup win, talking about what the Rangers could look to do in the offseason, and talking about Stanley Cup playoff action in general. So uh, yeah, enjoy part two of our interview with Mr. Five Points Vids. And again, just for a little bit more context here, this interview picks up right where we left off on Friday and Five Points Vids had just shared a really cool story of him getting the chance to meet Howie Rose, who, of course, gave us the legendary Matto, Matto, Matto call. And uh, we basically just pick it up right where we left off on Friday's episode. So once again, enjoy. And I, I love the fact, too, that, um, you know, he obviously the iconic Matto call. But then in the finals, when the Rangers actually won it, you know, Sam Rosen, for my money, I mean, he's up there, man. He's got to be, like, top two, top three best play-by-play guys in the business, if not the best. And, uh, you know, he has the iconic call when the Rangers win the Stanley Cup. You know, the waiting is over the New York Rangers and yeah. the Stanley Cup. So it's really cool that, like, both of them kind of have their moment, you know, through that run as well.
0: Yeah, I love Rosen, too. He was great. I think one thing that – uh, uh kids now or or the younger people really are missing out on is that they never got to hear bob murphy call again because that was yeah. just uh, pure listening pleasure as well it, it's great that these guys are that they're announcers and they get to be part of our lives and uh it, it's it's really nice to to let them know that they're appreciated yeah, i would all... love to thank sam rosen for all the great calls too
1: yeah, on the off chance that of Sam Rosen's listening to this, thank you very much. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, it, it seems like they're all really good guys, too. I mean, you hear, like, you know, the, the nicest things about Doc Emmerich, about Sam Rosen, I think how he rose as well. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's just great that, uh, you know, they've become part of our lives. And I mean, Sam Rosen is a legend. He's been doing this forever now. Pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, and it, I, I can't wait until the announcers are back in the actual building now. I don't know if it's a thing where they're just cost-cutting or something, not having the announcers there in the press box, But sometimes, and I'm not trying to criticize Rosen, but sometimes uh, I think it was hard for him to pick out who yeah. was on the ice. You know, it, it's unfair to him to, to have him be at his house, you know, broadcasting a game <laughs> when he's typically in between the benches, you know. Uh, or on the other side, uh, uh, calling the actual game. So um, yeah. I, I can't wait until that happens again, where we get the announcers actually there.
1: No, I'm with you. I can't can't wait for that. Probably next season. But uh, you know, something else. You know, anybody I, I have on this show right now, I'm asking them about Jack Eichel because obviously, uh, you know, the trade rumors with him, they they tend to pick up about every three weeks over the last you know four years or whatever. But it, it seems like it might actually happen this time. And uh, you know, the Rangers rumored to be. One of the front runners, but then there's a report that, you know, maybe their interest on him is kind of cooling a little bit. Um, any thoughts on Jack Eichel? Would you do this? What are you willing to give up? Any, any ideas there with Jack Eichel coming to the Rangers potentially?
0: I think that the cost is not going to be worth the benefit with Eichel, right? Like, yeah. they're going to want someone like Taco. Or they're going to want someone like Butchnev- like and, and, and draft picks and maybe even Lafreniere. Now there's a guy named Connor McDavid that I would that you good you do trade like he's worth the cost. But Eichel hasn't shown to me that he's worth it, especially when you got guys like Zibanejad and Panarin that handle the scoring. We need defense, and if we're gonna give up capital and assets, like I'd rather have a top d man uh, on the blue line than bring in another, another scorer who has allegedly. Uh, been difficult to uh, manage in Buffalo. Now that could be a nature of having to deal with someone running the team that has no idea about hockey or how a hockey team should be run, uh, th- and that just could be the nature of it. But I just I don't think Eichel for the drama that he brings and um, his, the, he's also been injured as well. Uh, his his unreliability of being on the ice. And whatever asking price that they want, I, I'm always going to believe that the guys with the most potential should, be, should stay on the roster, keep them there, develop them, and they'll become something maybe even better than Jack Eichel without having to give them up. Because I, I just don't like to move, honestly. But I could yeah, honest. I mean...
1: You know, no, that's that's kind of my thing. I've said some similar things on my show as well. I mean, it's tempting. Listen, Jack Eichel, fantastic player. And I think you have to grade him on a curve a little bit. I mean, he's put up very impressive numbers on the Buffalo Sabres, a completely directionless franchise, and he hasn't had any help doing it. So I think you got to give him credit where it's due. But to kind of piggyback on all the points that you just made, um, something else is that Mika Zibanejad is an unrestricted free agent after next season. And for me, it's kind of like, all right, well, you know, Mika's still only 28 years old. He ended up having a great season this year once he was fully recovered from having COVID. And so it's like with Mika, you know, maybe re sign him now, get ahead of the game a little bit. And now you have a great center in place and you have a big time scorer in place. And guess what? To your point, you don't have to give anything up. You don't have to give away Pavel Buchnevich or K. Andre Miller. Or you know Capo Caco, or a bunch of first round draft picks, or whatever it might be. So to me, I mean, yeah, I think that the Rangers are going to need a big time premier center going forward. But I think he's already on the on the roster, and I think it's Mika Zibanejad.
0: Absolutely, and I, I think it'd be a big injustice to not bring back and have Mika end his career as a Ranger, even if you overpay, even if that you know the 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 twilight contract syndrome happens where you're overpaying for the last two years of his deal, but that's what you need to do to get him for the next, you know, uh, into his early thirties. And you, you underpay for that and then you overpay at the end when, when they're all used up, which is an unfortunate thing of the NHL and just the nature of players' bodies. But we've got to have Zibanejad on this team. He obviously loves playing in New York, can handle the pressure. The chemistry between him and Panarin when they're on the ice during the power play is amazing. And uh, I don't think that that's something that's worth giving up. And uh, it's it's definitely a smarter investment in Mika Zibanejad than to trade for Jack Eichel and have to do the same thing, you know, like yeah. to have to do some type of sign and trade. That just doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Today's episode of Locked on New York Rangers is brought to you by Lucy. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, cherry ice, citrus, and mint. Products can be enjoyed anywhere. On flights, at work, on the go, or even in the gym. Lucy lozenges and gums are also FSA and HSA eligible, so you can spend pre-tax dollars on them. Locked On NHL Network listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Go to lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code LOCKEDONNHL. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Winder are often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning, like Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX and have to wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse just happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store we send you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. Yeah, do you think uh Mika could be the next captain or is there anybody that's kind of got you your vote for the next guy to wear the C on the jersey for the New York Rangers? I mean maybe Kreider, maybe one of the young guys, any, any thoughts there on the captain?
0: Uh you know, Kreider being the senior Ranger, I I I really just would expect now that it's time to stop with this whole you know, alternate captains, captain by committee thing. It's been how many years since uh, um, uh, uh, McDonough has not has left the team. Like we haven't had a captain since then. Like name a captain. It doesn't really bother me who it's going to be. Uh, I I think Kreider has the most guys around him. As but you know, how good is he going to be with talking to the refs and and making all those, you know, doing all the captain's duties. Maybe Mika's better at that. I don't know. I don't know who, who interacts with the refs best. I'm just sick of us not having a captain. Like, how can you say that you're uh, a team that's ready to win the cup when you don't have a clearly defined leader? I, I don't like leader by committee. I think you need to slap that C on someone's bat, on someone's chest and call it a day. And, and make sure that they're the ones out there leading this team. Because as you know, uh, 27 years ago, we had a real captain and we had a guy oh, that, yeah. and it's hard to believe that that was 27 years ago. And it's right. starting to get longer and longer and, and, and fade further and further into my memory. So for the next one, I would like it there to be a, cap, a clearly defined captain to come on over and hoist the Cubs.
1: Yeah, I, I was I was kind of wondering, you know, you know, on the off chance that the Rangers would have won the Stanley Cup this past year or the season before that. I mean, obviously they were underdogs going into that 2014 playoff tournament, but I'm thinking like, all right, so we had in 1994, Captain Mark Messier come get the Stanley Cup. What would they would they have said? Alternate Captain Mika Zibanejad come get the Stanley? Like that doesn't have the same ring to it, does it?
0: No, no, it's just it, it's it's just ridiculous. It reminds me of when the Minnesota Wild when they. When they would like name a captain like every two weeks or something, (laughs) like I I think that was in the uh, 2000s or something. It's 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 starting to get ridiculous. Like yeah, they wouldn't even know. And and how can you be ready to win a cup when you're not even doing the little things that uh, are going to equip you to to get to that moment? So I, I think it's time. Oh no, and that might have been something that David Quinn that undid him. You know, not having a spine enough to just pick someone and just be like, you're the guy. You know, um, wins and losses matter, of course, but I, I like assertiveness. And I, I, hockey's an assertive sport, and we, and we need that if we're going to win a championship.
1: Yeah, I, I think the time has definitely come this off season. whether you go with uh, one of the two vets that we talked about or you, you decide to be bold and throw the sea on maybe like an Adam Fox or, you know, somebody, one of the young players. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely time. Yeah.
0: Fox would be a great choice too. Cause you know, I, I like teams that have a D man as the captain as well. They're, they're out there the most, you know, they're playing one third of the game and Fox, man, can we talk about his development? Yes, and, we can. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and where he just came out to become an an elite defender. Like I wish we just had more depth because he's going to be great. When, when Truba comes back and then Cheandre Miller is, is going to be great as well. He's developing. So, but we have only three, we only have half of a great blue line, right? Like we're going to get there. Don't get, get me wrong. But the fact I'm so pleasantly, um, I wouldn't say surprised by Adam Fox, but um, pleased that he's even in the discussion for a Norris trophy. And because we haven't had that in a long time, we haven't had the go-to defenseman besides McDonough, um, who was who was good in his prime, but I don't even think he's, he, he has, was as elite as Adam Fox is now at any point yeah. in his career.
1: Yeah, no, he's, he's absolutely fantastic. And, you know, we could talk about the points. I mean, obviously that really jumps out and that's going to have a pretty big role in determining who ends up hoisting the Norris Trophy, so to speak. But, you know, one thing that always impresses me about Adam Fox, it doesn't really show up on the score sheet. He is... He's got to be the best defenseman in the NHL at defending the two-on-one when he's the one defenseman back. Like, it's unbelievable. Like, because I think on that play, if you're the defenseman, the biggest thing you want to do is take away the pass. So at least the goalie can be one-on-one with the guy who has the puck, right? But Fox, Mm -hmm. like, he'll do that at first, but then he'll make, like, a quick move on the guy with the puck, and he'll just steal the puck from the guy and skate away with it. It's ridiculous. Like, I've never (laughs) seen anyone as consistently good defending the two-on-one as Adam Fox. It's absolutely wild.
0: Yeah, and and when you watch a game, you just hear his name just be called so much on the back check, especially like his back check is just great. He always gets in in the play. He's always involved, and he makes the right play. Uh, and and that's what you need out of a out of a defenseman. I wish we had six Adam Foxes, which is obviously unrealistic. But yeah, I, I, he, he reminds me a little bit of Strawman, you know, when Strawman was would, would just he was so good and skilled with his stick. That's Adam Fox is like that. And, and then you add the offense on top of it. It's just the, the, the chef's kiss, you know. He's going to be uh, a dominant player for a long time. So, I'm really looking forward to that. And then Miller over there just coming yeah. out. I mean, not really coming out of nowhere, but, man, he's, he's going to be special too. Loving his game.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned Strawman there too. I've always said he's kind of uh, an underappreciated, underrated Ranger defenseman. I mean, he was on those teams that were making under all those deep playoff runs under Elaine Vigneault and, uh, you know, just a tough player. And, and like you said, a good puck handler as well, was always in the top four role. Uh, I think he kind of got overshadowed by your Girardi's and your McDonough's and your Stalls. But man, Strawman was a rock back there for the Rangers.
0: Yeah, I was really mad when they let him go after 2014, and I, I to this day believe that if he was, if they had just paid him the money, uh, they make uh, at least they get back to the finals in 2015. Uh, yeah. You know, he ends up being on the team that beats them. So uh, it's it, it was just a big injustice that Strawman had to go because I loved his game. I, I just I love guys that are really skilled with the stick and can can poke that puck away and not end up hurting you with a penalty or a trip or something like that. That's That to me is just, you know, the, the pinnacle of skill. I love watching defensemen that play that way.
1: Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline offers real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Once again, BetOnline.ag. I wanted to ask you just kind of a general sports question here. You know, obviously, we've been seeing uh, different sports at different uh, rates here start to allow fans back into the stadiums. I was lucky enough to get to a Ranger game near the end of this season. But uh, I mean, have you been to any games since the pandemic happened? Or if you haven't, is there any certain sport or any certain team that you want to go out and see, you know, uh, in the coming days, weeks, months, whatever it might be?
0: I have not been back. I'm looking forward to coming back. I, you know, my family for our personal, um, you know, situation. My my youngest son has asthma in the high risk category. My wife as well. So we've okay. been very super cautious. But now we're we're three quarters vaccinated. My son is is now uh, getting his second shot. So once we're completely vaxxed up. I think I, it's time. You know, the, you're, you're seeing things open up. You're seeing restrictions get dropped. So I would just love to go to somehow get up to City Field and uh, watch a game with my buddy Giraffe Neck Mark, uh, who's uh, yeah. a big Mets fan. I actually talked to him the other day. I was like, man, I got to get up there. I got to see a game. But I'll even take my local minor league team here. Uh, <laughs> I, I live in Central Virginia, but. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing crowds because just watching it on TV, it makes you want to be there, and I think it's just good for the health of sports overall because last year was just bizarre. Watching Tampa raise the cup in an empty arena and shouting out into the empty rafters was just (laughs) truly bizarre and hopefully something we never have to experience again.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, as for the Stanley Cup playoffs, you know, Is there any certain is there a series that kind of caught your attention in this first round or is there a certain team that you're rooting for to end up winning the whole thing? Obviously, the Rangers aren't it. So is there any, uh, you know, team that you sort of adopted as your playoff team this year?
0: No, I I really haven't adopted a team. I'm just loving how good these games are. Like, they have just been competitive and close. And that's one thing that playing the same team over and over in the regular season does breed, is some really intricate, highly skilled matchups where these teams just know each other in and out. And the puck handling has been amazing in in every round almost. Like, it seems like the passing and and, – the, the way that the game is being played, it's just fun to watch. I thought that it's funny when you, see, when you see two of your division rivals match up, you're like, all right, well, one of these teams is going to win, but also one of them is going to lose, right? Yeah. So, uh, right. It, it's, I, yeah, comforting. Yeah. Yeah. it's comforting to know that, yeah, okay, the Isles got past the first round, but, hey, the Penguins lost. That's, that's good enough, right? Or the, the Bruins got past – the caps but hey the caps are are on a golf course somewhere so it kind of evens out but i don't really have a team i'm rooting for other than uh well i was kind of rooting for the panthers to at least do something but uh they're really I, i don't see anyone beating the lightning they're just tough man they're a good team they're basically the same team from last year and they are going to be a really tough out i don't see anyone taking them down
1: Absolutely. I, I've kind of been pulling for the Minnesota Wild a little bit just because, you know, they have Zuccarello and I mean, what Ranger fan doesn't love Matty Zuccarello? Right. And, um, you know, they also. Yeah. And they, they also have Cam Talbot, who I, you know, he was only with the Rangers for a couple of seasons, but he did a great job. And I think he's generally been underrated, you know, throughout his NHL career here. And, you know, Dumba's cool. I mean, Kapri, uh excuse me, Kaprizov. Uh, he's obviously uh, an exciting young player as well. So uh, that's been a lot of fun. and That's gonna be a lot of fun to watch tonight. Uh, game seven between those two teams. Yeah, no. Any prediction um, there?
0: Yeah, I, I think the I, I think the Golden Knights hold him off, but uh, yeah, you know, you forget about Zach Parise too. Like he <laughs> he was elite at one point for the devils and he's on the wild still putting in valuable minutes but i think i think just the the golden knights have let them hang around this series probably should have been over a while ago i think they get it done but you know anything can happen and if the wild do pull off that upset i will be pulling for them for the rest of the playoffs because who who can't how can you not root for a team that's never even
1: been to i don't even think they've been to a conference final something like that i think they have i mean Maybe like in the early 2000s, did they get somewhere in the early 2000s? Maybe, I don't know.
0: It's possible. I'm, I'm actually doing a video on teams that have never even come close to a championship. And I think the wild will definitely be in there for the NHL. Like they, they've obviously never even, uh, sniffed a final. So, yeah, uh, they're, they're, they're on the short list of teams that haven't come close to, uh, hoisting the cup.
1: Yeah. I am definitely looking forward to that video. I will definitely check that one out, but, uh, As far as a Stanley Cup prediction, I mean, who do you think is going to end up hoisting the Stanley Cup here?
0: I think the Lightning go back to back. I think the Lightning, I think you'll see Ryan McDonough for the second time (laughs) in the most heartbreaking fashion lift uh, the Cup for the blue and the white, not the blue and the red. I I think that they're just too good and they're they're steamrolling everybody right now.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I I was happy for McDonough last season. I mean, that was kind of like the silver lining of uh, the Lightning winning the Cup. But I don't need to see it again this year. He got his Stanley Cup. (laughs) That's the end of it, you know. It's over now. Um, But, hey, listen, man, this this was a ton of fun like it was last time. And uh, we'll definitely have to link up again and uh, have you back on the show at some point.
0: Well, yeah, anytime I can talk Rangers and and talk New York sports, I love it. It's always a pleasure. And uh, thanks for uh, inviting me on.
1: All right. Once again, a big, big thanks to Mr. Five Points Vids for joining the podcast here today. And I definitely recommend checking out his YouTube channel whenever you get a second. If you go to YouTube and you just type in five points vids, it's all one word. Just type that all in together. Uh, His videos will show up and uh, there's a great variety of videos, no matter what your favorite sport might be or what you're interested in. If it's related to sports at all, Chances are he's probably got a video about it, probably a pretty funny video or a pretty informative video, or both. And uh, he just does a great job with his YouTube channel. I'm a big, big fan of his channel as well, so definitely check it out whenever you get a second. Uh, Once again, uh, this episode was obviously recorded uh, this past Friday, so if there was any Ranger breaking news or whatever it might've been. I apologize that, you know, obviously we couldn't talk about today, but I will be back next week and we will have two more episodes for you guys going live later this week as well. But that will do it for today, guys. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to lockedonnyrangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is lockedonnyrangers at gmail.com. Definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.